The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to the Sharon Kleiner Hour, health, environment, and the power of water. What you hear in the next hour could very well save your life. Now, here's your host, Sharon Kleiner. I want to invite you to listen to the Sharon Kleiner Hour, Power of Water. We're into our seventh year, and the, the guests we've had on the show through the years from Holland and Europe and countries around the world, throughout the United States, and the guests have been just extraordinary. They come on to educate us all about whether it be nutrition, agriculture, the climate. Uh, they could be Nobel Prize winners. They've been with NASA. They've been internationally known throughout the world and what they do to give us ideas and thoughts to remind us of our health. But also, we always come back to the theme of the show and the, and the reason for this show is the water. Water is the reason we're alive on the planet Earth. That's why there is a planet Earth with living species, a living life. But there's another one that we uh, need to always be thinking about is the water and the air we breathe, the humidity. Without it, you wouldn't be alive. You must drink 8 to 10 glasses of water a day. I mean, water without any added ingredients. I was talking to someone the other day, and they said, well, I've started drinking no coffee. I'm drinking just tea, and I'm getting water in that. And I, she hadn't been drinking much water. And I said, well, you can't do that. You cannot include tea to be your water. You must drink water by itself. And she said, well, maybe that's why I'm getting all these headaches. And I said, it is. You're dehydrated because you cannot live without drinking water. But the air you're living in is your supplementation to giving you life from the moment you entered that delivery room. Always remember that, and I always will remind you of that. That is the air you're breathing. That is the air the, the skin is breathing. The moisture in the air is vital to your everyday life. To detoxify, live a healthy, normal life. Be flexible. And remember, without the water... There is no life. So the reason of this show every week for all these years and the wonderful guests that come on as a reminder, humanitarian concerns, is to remind us all it's the water that keeps us alive and the breath of life, the water in the air. We, my secretary, Bonnie Mark, looks up every week for me some articles to be able to share with you that are new. Uh, and I, I want you to look up conflict over water, and you'll learn about the climate change that could lead China and India to water conflicts, that in the Himalayan mountains, the glaciers are, because of climate change, are melting, and those waters in the Himalayan mountains sustain around 40% of the world's population because of China. 
being 1.3 billion people, and in India, 1.2 billion people. And uh, look that up. There, it's it's uh, been coming. We've been warning. Uh, been been talking about it. So now, what are we going to do with technology to figure out what? So both of these countries, and it will also, they say, affect Pakistan. So here we've got India, China, and Pakistan countries of the world that are going to be affected because of the climate change and depending upon the water from the Himalayan mountains. The other one to look up under conflict of water, water potential wars, it says water wars sink again. Conflict over freshwater structural rather than strategic. These countries out there, the global water wars are almost upon us, it's saying. And what you're thinking is, well, my gosh, we're having all these conflicts because of ideology. It's because uh, these people are afraid of of distinction because they won't have the water. They're already the sand. And the countries of the world that are the most unsettled have been having water wars in their tribes and villages for years. We just didn't, they're not talking about it. Their extinction could happen in time because there is no water. But there's water below the surface, and, but it takes technology to go explore that. We had an individual on here from National Geographic one time, and he said he was over in Ethiopia, and they were drilling for oil. Here comes all this water. And everybody was so excited, and they said, well, you didn't get oil. I thought you were after oil. But they said, we're more excited about the water. We got water. And then they found they had almost 500 years of water that was below them that they didn't even know they had. Well, that's using technology. So then we have other uh, situations around the world in Africa where they're very concerned about extinction of some of the animals that have been there for thousands and thousands of years besides the living human species, having trouble in Kenya because of the drought and the problems of not using technology to recycle the water and making sure they have water. So there's a lot to learn. And then it says here 114 million people in India will soon face a desperate domestic and agricultural industrial shortage of, of water, a horrible water crisis that they've known is coming, but they haven't been putting the political will into doing something about it. And the sad part about it is they've known it's been coming. And uh, we've been talking about it on this show. Other articles are coming out worried and concerning about it. But technology can do what other countries of the world have done, like Singapore, begin to recycle it. Find the water and recycle it. I think recycling is the greatest exploration of entrepreneurs and technology inventions there is. Individuals coming up with ideas, how to recycle, how to think about the water. It's exciting. I've been studying water for over 30 years. It can be done. Well, today we have Dr. Effie Chow, who's one of our favorites. She started with us a few years ago, and uh, she's the owner of the East-West Academy of Healing Arts and founder of that. And she is going to be teaching us something about water in Qigong. And she, it's, it, you're going to be shocked at her background is international. 
She was appointed by uh, President Clinton several years ago to be an original one of the 15 member White House uh, uh, members of a commission on complementary and alternative medicine policies. She is a world-renowned Qigong grandmaster, energy healer, acupuncturist, author, international speaker. She's humanitarian. I've been talking to her at times when she's off to either Canada or here or somewhere in the United States, helping someone that's health is diminishing, and she goes in and helps them back to health. And you'll hear about that today. She's uh, um, unbelievably internationally well-known. Her awards are beyond what we have time to even discuss. She is something else. And please listen closely to what she's going to teach us. First, we're going to listen to our sponsor, Biologic Aquas Research's Nature's Tears Eye Mist. With just a mist, did you know it? The surface of your eye is 99% water. What is uh, uh, what happens to your vision impairment is dehydration of the eye. Your eyes need that supplement. If the air is not giving you enough and your eyes are having a vision impairment, that's because you're overly dehydrated. And many years ago, I was asked if I would study that, and I showed them what we could do. We launched a product, Nature's Tears Eye Mist, 100% water with just a mist. We'll listen to our sponsor, and we'll be right back with Dr. Effie Chow. Stimulating talk it gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one Internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. Discover the secret of Nature's Tears Eye Mist, an entirely different approach to eye care without eye drops. When your tear film is dry, your eyes feel dry. Nature's Tears Eye Mist naturally supplements the tear film with Biologic Aqua Absolute Premium Standard Grade of pure, all-natural water. Nature's Tears Eye Mist, just a mist. All natural, safe, convenient, no preservatives. Nature's Tears Eye Mist can be purchased nationwide at selected eye care professionals and drugstores near you. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. Listening to the Sharon Kleina Hour, Health, Environment, and the Power of Water. If you have a question or comment, please direct your email to Sharon Hour at Yahoo.com. That's Sharon Hour at Yahoo.com. Now, back to the program. Dr. Chow, are you with us? Yes, I am. Well, thank you, thank you again for I know how busy you've been. How are you this morning? Oh, just really great, Sharon. And I just got back from Ottawa and Boston, mm-hmm. and so here I am. <laughs> right, I know, and we should be so honored and privileged to have you have a moment with us again. You know, you heard me discuss. Oh, it's a pleasure. You had me. You heard me discuss the fact the show is the primary focus is the water, but of course, it's uh, understanding how our life is living in this on this planet Earth with the water and the air we're living in. And you are well-known throughout the world 
for having given your life for all these up to 40 years and bringing people to the table with you on alternative medicine, but also teaching what's vital to their lives is understanding the body's like you've got it written here, written here, the body's strength is fostered and more prepared to fight off illness by Kijong. And I, you know me, I'm pronouncing it wrong. Because of an improved immune system, it aids generation of saliva, gastric juices, and improving digestion, absorption, and all life as far as I'm concerned. Tell our audience, your mission has been 40 years. And some of the things you were up against, but all of a sudden now it's being understood. It's almost like everybody is, the window is open and now they understand what you're doing. Explain that to us. Yes. Well, you know, the time is ripe right now. And, of course, we've been working all these years, 40 years or so, trying to integrate Eastern and Western medicine together. And so it isn't just East and West, but it's North and South as well. Mm -hmm. So it's trying to integrate all different cultures so that there's a commonality. And we found that there are commonalities in every culture. So it's finding what is common, not what is different, and the difference will become, it will become common as well. So um, in every culture, there is a word for qi, which is the life force. In Chinese, it's qi. And in Greek, it's toth, T-O-T-H. In, East, in India, it's um, prana and mana. And in Hawaii, it's uh, mana. And uh, in American Indians, it's called the Supreme Being or the Orenda. And I could go on. And Thai, they call it Ki as well as Japan. It's Ki as well and Korea. So, um, so there is a common, uh, a common base here, uh, except that people look at things uh, just because it's spelled differently and it's uh, talked about a little bit different, that they see it as too different. But I look for the commonalities, and it's amazing how common we are, like from the old philosophy of total awareness of one being. Well, uh, the Western philosophers also say that, you know, Socrates and and, um, all the philosophers, they talk about the oneness of being, except in different language. So now we're facing a very critical situation now in that the naturalness of the environment is being polluted and we are dumping waste in the water, in the streams and in the ocean, etc. so that even the fish has now got mercury in their system and they're toxic and also the air that we breathe is toxic because of the chemicals in the air and then and then so our being, our whole being, being 75% water. As a child, we were 85%, even 90% water. But as we grow older, we are 75% water. So water is really essential. And so what you're dealing with, water, is essential to life. Without water, there is no life. Without pure water, good water, there is no life. So it is very serious, and with all the pollution, we must take heed of what we're doing to the environment and to ourselves. Um, I just came back from Boston, and I see many clients who are 
seriously ill and help to prolong their life, not just by a few days or months, but by years, seven years and so forth, uh, historically. And what I find is that they're so dehydrated that they get complications or organ complications, kidney problems and, and spleen problems and liver problems and stomach and heart problems. And so that basically the water essence is of import. This lady was 96 years old that I saw in Boston. And she hadn't opened her eyes for a few days because she was full of crud. You know, they call it exudate. The, the, um, uh, the things that are, are it's, uh, secreted in the eyes, and it just literally closes your eyes. Cross, well, cross the took, eyes, close. Took the mm-hmm. mist, you know, they call it exudate. Uh-huh. And I took the tumor and we wiped it, and then kept the tumor. Well, from then on, her eyes were open, and she had kidney kidney failure, so she was on kidney dialysis. So the second day that I worked with her, she went down for kidney dialysis. And the technician there and the doctor said, oh, my gosh, she has her eyes open. She hasn't had her eyes open for for days, you know. And also she moved her arm as well. And that it was really amazing. Okay, she was 96 years old. but And sometimes... Age is a factor in Western medicine. You have to choose who to serve and who not to serve, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. And they weren't doing too much for this lady, 96 years old. Yes, she's on a trach and she's on a... But, you know, the little care, that makes a lot of difference. The eye, the mouth, and the skin. It makes a lot so of with difference. her eyes, you took the Nature Sears eye mist that you used yes, yourself, but you used it on her because the eyes were so crusted, it began yes. to dissolve that crust and open, give her the supplementation to hydrate her, and her eyes opened again? Exactly. Well, it oh, my goodness. Most of the day. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. That's why the, the kidney mm-hmm. nephrologist uh, was so shocked. Is that oh, she's got her eyes open. She's watching all the time before it was closed all the time. Mm-hmm. Well, that was just one day after we had worked with her and worked with her chi and worked with the eye mist. Mm-hmm. And, and she kept her eyes open uh, through the five, six days that I was there mm-hmm. and had more movement. And her skin was more hydrated mm-hmm. because it was very wrinkled and, and dehydrated. And so it was wonderful to see that such a, a little thing uh, can make such a huge difference. Right. right. So anyway, uh, she was. You know, I've got to tell you a quick story. Uh, we had a we have a woman who's been very well known. She headed the health department here for years, and she's very outgoing. Uh, Nancy Yonley and her mother was in Virginia, and her mother wasn't doing well. And they said, Nancy, you better rush out here. She's not going to make it. Well, Nancy got out there, and I had been t- studying and teaching her um, with the uh, dehydration and what's happening with when people right. get off of uh, sodium and all these things they do with you and the, when you, they think you're not going to make it. So she yes. looked at the chart because she's a nurse, and she, she said, you've got her and all this medication, no sodium. I want her back on some sodium, and I want her off of some of this medication. And Dr. Chow, she came around, and she lived for 15 years longer. Oh, yes. Uh-huh. Well, uh, I had she, but, yeah, it's, uh, it's amazing what is happening to people's lives today because they think the person is older. 
Yes. And maybe yes. Uh, uh, they can't do anything. And what you said, like, is so simple. Uh, yes, uh, it we're, is. We're and making things simple. too complex. Also, TLC, tender loving care. Yeah. You know, they come, I saw them, and they just flip her over to turn over. They don't even say hello. They don't say anything to the woman. It's just mm-hmm. like uh, she's a thing that they have to turn every two hours. 96 years old, and, and I know God, God's calling on her right now, and let's just let nature take its course. I've seen it. Yes. 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 And I've seen where, where we have given them seven more years and ten more years by taking care of the little things, TLC, giving them, you mm-hmm. know, um, tender loving care. And the skin is the largest organ, so it must be hydrated. Mm-hmm. If it isn't, then it affects all the other organs as well. Exactly. That's exactly yes. what yes. yes. And so she is really amazing. Um, you know, we are in a very dire strait with our medical system right now. And I want it to be understood that I respect the medical system and, and the accomplishments of Western medicine, but it has become uh, the abusive use of Western medicine in that they say only Western medicine, uh, drugs and chemis- chemicals and surgery are the only things that can help. That's abusing. Western medicine, mm-hmm. without consideration of the soul and the spirit and the mind, and that it is taken care of uh, together with the physical aspect. And that's mm-hmm. where traditional Chinese medicine comes in, and the concept of qi, because we say that body, mind, and spirit, and the environment is totally united, and you cannot separate them one mm-hmm. from the other. And if one thing is wrong, like something physical, then it affects the emotions and the spirit mm-hmm. and the environment. And the vice versa. This is why anybody coming in to me with a physical ailment, I always find out what's going on in your life. I said, what's going on in your life emotionally and, you know, uh, job-wise, personally, relationship-wise, and, and et cetera. And we always find an emotional factor for mm-hmm. why there is a physical factor, physical problem in their life. And then also, and how much water are you drawing? It's, it's strange how we all have done this. I don't know about yourself. Have you ever been so tired that maybe you didn't have enough water and you, didn't, you forgot? Oh, absolutely. And when person, people get emotionally don't. stressed, they, for some reason, forget about drinking water. They don't drink enough. And, yes, uh, yes um, uh, we are all guilty. We're all guilty at times. Right. Yeah, that's a root, water routine that I put all my clients on, well, depending, you know, on their capability. But if they're fairly well and they have a serious illness and they feel pretty good, like cancer or cardiac or, or diabetes, I have them in the morning drink four glasses of water, just like, just like drinking down beer or two glasses or whatever they can cope with. You know, and so, and then they do some shaking of their body. Mm-hmm. And so it gets the water to, uh, into the intestines, from the stomach mm-hmm. into the intestine much quicker by shaking their body, you know, after mm-hmm. they drink. And they drink it like, you know how people guzzle beer down, right? So they yeah. <laughs> drink it. <laughs> but I don't advise, but, the, but beer likes guzzling. 
and yeah. you just sort of swallow it. Well, you know, but Dr. Chow, that way the body can make a decision what it wants to absorb and not what it can absorb. That's exactly. why that is so important. I do that. Yeah. And uh-huh. um, I came from a French uh, mother who, French grandma, great-grandmother, who believed in the first glass of water in the morning has to be hot and drink that down. And, yes. uh, but by the time, within an hour or so, I've drank up to three to four glasses of water, right? Yes. Intentionally. Yes. I, I made a point of it. Yes. Well, uh, because at nighttime, you're getting rid of toxins in your body. It's a rebuilding process at nighttime. This is why I people see. should also sleep, you know, uh, when it's dark. You know, by the way, not. explain what yeah. you said to the audience. Now, we've got them thinking about why you need to hydrate and get the body with the spirit of, of hydration and get it alive and get it yeah. um, detoxifying and get it agile, get it flexible. But then you right. mentioned going to sleep and what happens when you sleep. Explain that to them what, so they really understand what you just said when you're well, sleeping. Well, we are created that we rest when it's dark and that we are active when it's bright. However, because of our, uh, of our inventions of light and so forth so that uh, it can be light any time and that upsets our circadian cycle. You know, we have a cycle that goes with the moon and the, and the stars and the sun. And so if we upset that cycle, we rest when it's dark, and the, that's when, like, 12 to 6 is the maximum time for, for rebuilding. Uh, it's sort of like it's called, your body's gone into repair shop, and it's being rejuvenated. And if you interfere with that period of time of sleep, then your body doesn't get repaired. So even though you might have dark curtains and you create a, a dark room, but the energetics of the atmosphere is in the yang stage, not in the yin stage. So at nighttime, what we call yin and yang, it, it's in the most yin stage, a rest period, and where your body can regenerate uh, whatever it is, the cells and and the uh, and the uh, energetics. So so therefore, it is important to sleep at the proper time. Um, as I said, even though you create a darkness darkness of the of the uh, room, uh, you still the energetics of the of the um, uh, of the day mm-hmm. is yang. So when and, you're in bed, the body is on its own. You're not yes. moving and doing and shaking. You're absolutely laying there, and the body is on going to do what it needs to do on its own. Yes, that's right. Uh, so it allows nature to take its course. Right. Because, because uh, and if I may use God, you know, people can call Buddha or, you know, or whatever, the great, greater spirit, mm-hmm. but God created us so that mm-hmm. we are in tune with mm-hmm. the circadian cycle the movement of the of the uh, time of the universe, mm-hmm. and so and and we are in concert with other factors in this universe. So that if we go against that cycle, then we are creating chaos. And mm-hmm. so the chaos in our body is not good for our health. You know, Effie, uh, we were talking about, Dr. Chow, excuse me, uh, well, you were talking about the uh, surface of the, of the skin being so vital to our health, and I look at the soil of the earth 
the same way. The soil of our planet is so vital to all life on Earth. It's the soil, and it's yeah. alive. People forget how the, it's a living species, the soil. And then yeah. below there are the aquifers of life, the waters below the soil. Yeah. Our body has the skin of our surface of our Earth, our planet, our, our individualities. But behind that skin is our body of water internally. But outside the skin is the <clears throat> moisture, the humidity, the water, and the air that keeps mm-hmm. us alive. Right. And, uh, and if people can relate to that, what's happening, how the earth is living, and how we as individuals are living, it's common sense. It's, it's a will of, of what other faith you have, mine is God too, is the faith of the powers of God that brought this all together that we yes. need to realize how simple it is, but what a gift it is. Yes. yes. Well, the body is a microcosm of the macrocosm. Mm-hmm. And as you say, the earth is like the skin of the earth. And then, uh, you know, and with the earth, you are bringing forth the food that we need. Right. For, and so if you don't have water and the earth is dry, there will be no uh, produce for us and no trees and no well, and, and diseases are getting more out of Dr. Chow, have you have you've noticed better than I, but diseases are almost like they're out of control somewhat because you thought with modern uh, technology and modern information and and research and development, we would have understood what these diseases, but they wanted to leave the, uh, the, the root of the diseases behind and go out for what I call a quick fix which is the medication, the surgery, or whatever, not an alternative to the root of the problem. Right. Well, the, the medicine and surgery treats the symptom and not the cause. Not the root of the problem. Yes. And this is why in traditional Chinese medicine we talk about the imbalance of qi, of the life force. And when there's an imbalance, then there's always a way to rebalance it again. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And this is why exercise is important, drinking water, eating properly, resting properly, and, you know, a good diet. And I don't and mean breathing. a good diet. And breathe. Uh, you know, and, and breath. Breath is life. And if you don't breathe, you're also dead. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, so these are the things that we emphasize. And it sounds simple, but the thing is, there are very different ways in which we can Exercise, for example, qigong is a non-confrontive exercise. And in Western exercises, like everybody's striving to do more and more and more and, and not breathe properly. But with the qigong, you have to breathe properly, get in the proper air, and you also need to drink lots of water and to eat properly. And so it's all related together, whereas in the Western, Western concept, uh, exercise is separate, and eating is separate, sleeping is separate, and it's not related together as well as it should be. We have so, to take a minute with our sponsor, and we'll come back, and I want you to teach us why we can't make it separate, uh, where our, our yin and our yang and all this life that we have that has been given to us as a gift is the right. freedom that we all have to make those choices. Uh, yes. We're going to be right back. We'll listen to our sponsor, Nature's Tears Eye Mist, with just a mist. 
you can replenish the lost moisture of the eye, and you just heard from Dr. Chow what amazing miracles it can be if you're using it every day for your eyes. We'll listen to our sponsor, and we'll be right back with Dr. Chow. Stimulating talk it gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one Internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com Discover the secret of Nature's Tears Eye Mist, an entirely different approach to eye care without eye drops. When your tear film is dry, your eyes feel dry. Nature's Tears Eye Mist naturally supplements the tear film with Biologic Aqua Absolute Premium Standard Grade of pure, all-natural water. Nature's Tears Eye Mist, just a mist. All natural, safe, convenient, no preservatives. Nature's Tears Eye Mist can be purchased nationwide at selected eye care professionals and drugstores near you. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Listening to the Sharon Kleina Hour, Health, Environment, and the Power of Water. If you have a question or comment, please direct your email to Sharon Kleina Hour at Yahoo.com. That's Sharon Kleina Hour at Yahoo.com. Now, back to the program. Uh, Dr. Chow, we were just talking about uh, trying to balance our lives, and we are getting into that breath now, but there's something you've written here that I'm going to read. Balancing the human with the sky. In traditional Chinese thought, the sky is a general term for nature. Qigo researchers maintain that the human body and nature exist as an interrelated and inseparable unity. Imbalances in this unity are a key cause of illness and what's happening, and that's what we're, you and I were just saying. Therefore, humankind should strive for the consciousness of awareness of our inherent coordination with the nature. In other words, we're living these... You know, I always have a pet problem here with my research and what I study. People think they're so smart because they're so communicated with so much knowledge that they think they know it all. And that's when we get into trouble because we don't know enough. And when you're living with the balances of nature, you're wanting to flow. And when you're talking about the flow of water, it's here for a purpose, and it should never have had it be endangered. And today, as you know as well as I do, it's an endangered species. It's what brings life to Earth, keeps life alive on Earth, keeps the electrolytic ability for life to be able to thrive and be healthy. But also our problem is we think we know so much, we left the water behind. We're going into all of these different directions of emotions that are not going to keep us alive. And we Uh got into this quick fix the past several years to fix it in a hurry so I can keep moving. Not doing what I just read and what you believe has to be done. People are in trouble unless they decide to slow down and enjoy the breath of life 
drinking the water, which is electrolytically the breath of life. And what are we doing to ourselves today? We're overworking. And the other one, can you imagine today, we were just talking about sleeping. How many people are listening that live, sleep, and breathe on the computer and don't go to bed until 2 and 3 o'clock in the morning? Mm-hmm. Yes. That's really true. Now, when we talk about the meeting of the sky, the heaven, and the earth, we're talking about if you look out in the horizon, uh, you don't see a line of demarcation. Uh, There is no separation. Mm -hmm. And that's what life is. There is no separation. And we're too busy using our left brain, the diagnostic, the... the, um, a rational and uh, non-feeling part of ourselves. So we, we talk about go with the flow. And the more you talk, the less you know because you're not feeling it. So knowledge is by feeling what is and being what is. So therefore, we're, we're using our left brain too much and intellectualizing everything. And, and therefore, we don't get the essence or the feel of what life is. So, for example, when I have my clients, they talk too much. I just have them sit quietly and just listen to their internal self. Mm-hmm. And there's, there's speech in the silence. There's knowledge in the silence. And then they come up, oh, aha. Mm-hmm. I've been too busy. Mm-hmm. Said, That's exactly it. Everybody wants to be busy doing something. And this is why the cell phones, you know. And what did we do before the cell phones? Of course, it's a great convenience now, but, but uh, the cell phones also uh, emit EMF uh, as the microwaves do and the computers and so forth. So we have to clean up our atmosphere as well. Okay, so well, we became a society, uh, and it, it took many, many years to do this, where we think we can't accomplish anything unless we're on the go. Have you, you noticed right. that? Everybody that's feels you can't, you know, you can't get anything done, and you're uh, under um, accomplishing. You're, you're, and then when they finally uh, stand still, they're going, oh, my gosh. And they're just like they're jittering, uh, like uh, they've got to go. They're compelled with emotions to keep moving. They feel right. that it's funny, so it's like something is wrong if they're not physically on the go. Not, yeah. I, I've said to people, just learn to be a little lazy. Put some space around you. Take your hands away from your body and swim into the air like, take, and like you're um, swimming in the air to relax. And they'll go look at you like you're crazy, like I'm crazy. But how do they get any uh, moment to they try it? If yeah. they try it. And they sit still, and you're right. here to guide them. They can't do it themselves. You right. have to guide them to sit mm-hmm. still. And then <laughs> all the things that you worry about that you can't get done, and after they do sit still for about uh, 10, 15 minutes, and half of the things drop off that they feel they have to do, and they suddenly found it wasn't really necessary right. to do all 
So we conjure up in our mind, oh, we must do this, we must do this and that. And basically, only a quarter of the things are truly essential that you must deal with. So we just bog our mind up with non-essentials, and we put ourselves into a spin. We trick ourselves. We trick ourselves. When we put ourselves into a spin, we also hydrate ourselves. Right. You know, we dehydrate ourselves. Right. Because with emotional, with emotional upset, um, you do, uh, you do evaporate a lot of moisture. Yes. Mm-hmm. And so then, then we don't drink enough. And then and the other we, one that I hope you're going to discuss here too, but excuse me for interrupting because it's going to take some time to discuss. We've done it before when you've been on. Uh, I know you, you've had this happen. When you tell, these, tell someone, okay, now we're going to learn how to breathe, and they're looking at you, learn how to breathe. I'm breathing. I'm alive. We're no, we right. do not know how to breathe. Yes. And that's, that's what you big. teach is how to breathe also. Yes. Well, if you watch people and how they breathe is they raise their shoulders into a shrug and then they drop their shoulders and they're not doing anything to the lungs. And it gives them the false impression that they're breathing by moving their shoulder up. All they're doing is tensing themselves into a fight-flight situation. So they tense their shoulder up and then they drop their shoulders, a fight-and-flight a situation mm-hmm. or a paranoia where you draw up your shoulder and hunch your, hunch your shoulders over and then you relax into a relaxed state. So you're mm-hmm. putting your mind into a paranoia state, mm-hmm. uh, let's say eight, eight breaths per minute, let's say, and many people breathe 14 times a minute. And so that, that you are creating the psyche of paranoia in you. And so, therefore, one should really relax their shoulders, standing up straight. If you notice, people are very much hunched over when they're when they're in a proper posture, their proper posture. That we say you have to go, have a silver thread go up the tailbone, up the spine, and to the top of the head, and that your ears are in line with your shoulder, and your hip, and the back of your heel. Uh, or the heel part, and that you're in straight alignment. And then you can relax your shoulders as far as you can. Don't push the shoulders out. And then you let the silver thread support you. And you almost feel like the silver thread is holding you up, sort of free from standing. It's up between heaven and earth. And you feel then the flow of the chi. And you breathe with your diaphragm, which is from the xiphoid, the breastbone, to the navel, the umbilicus, uh, the belly button. And then where your floating ribs are, you've got this wonderful triangle right at the diaphragm. And that's what you move. So close your lip and move the diaphragm out, out as far as you can, and air is being pulled in through the nose. And move it way out so it's hard, your diaphragm. Then move the diaphragm in, like an accordion. Move it in, and air will come off through your teeth. And when you're practicing, let it make a sound and coming out through your teeth. And move the diaphragm way in to the spine as much as you can. And then reverse again. 
And so the diaphragm is your piston. And so you don't, you don't suck in and breathe out. When you suck in, you tighten your throat and your neck muscles and your back Uh muscles. So again, close your lips and move the diaphragm out easily and make it long and slow and way out and you shift your diaphragm just lightly to see whether it's tight or what. And you will begin to tighten that diaphragm. You will spend thousands of dollars trying to get a heart ab, you know, a diaphragm. Uh-huh. And here you do it every day without any cost. And then uh-huh. move the diaphragm way into the spine and the air comes up through your teeth like a pressure cooker. Okay? Uh-huh. So, but in ordinary breath, that's how you would move the diaphragm in and out as your breath, but you don't have to make that huge sound. But you would just have the breath come out fine and like it doesn't disturb a fine feather when it's coming out through your teeth and your nose. And so that is 24 hours that you breathe that way. And when you consciously breathe that way, when you sleep, you'll go back to the natural way of breathing. And if you look at babies, and if you don't have any babies around you, please go find a baby for your relatives or friends and watch where the baby breathes. It's through the abdomen uh, uh, and they breathe in and out with their diaphragm and their abdomen, not their chest and uh-huh. their shoulders. Uh-huh. And when, when we get startled, uh-huh. God created us that we could deal with the stresses in our life, basically, that we're taught to breathe with our chest and our shoulders. Bring up and, and then if you will sort of clap hands and, and startle the child, what does a child do if a child is startled? They don't pull in their arms and, and bring their legs in together and pull it in. They tail their arms out and the legs and they go, Wah! you know, uh-huh. Uh-huh. and they let go that, that tenseness in their body. Uh-huh. And that's how we're created to deal with any uh, stress or tension or uh, abnormal uh, demands on our body is that we know how to expel it and relieve it. Like, ah! So I always tell my clients, that, okay, whenever you feel, feel tense or you feel pain, you feel like a deflated balloon. Breathe uh-huh. out and feel like a deflated balloon and go, uh-huh. ah! Uh-huh. And they feel much more relaxed. You know, you're reminding me of something about a baby when it's crying. A lot of people get disturbed. And I had heard long ago that when the baby cries, it is not always that unhealthy, that the baby is hearing itself and it's also exercising this almost like the breathing in and out by what you said. Because exercising their lungs. Yes, you see, we exactly. Exercise. That's what I've heard. And so when I had my baby... I never minded them crying a little bit in the crib, um, by, and of course I didn't let it get too too long, but they usually yes. wore out and went to sleep. Yes. And right. uh, but again, that breathing, okay. uh, you know, you and I have talked about it: water, good nutrition, and without proper yes. breathing, because the water and yes. the air, the moisture in the air, has been forgotten. It's there. A lot of people forget. We're living with the moisture in the air, and we need to breathe that moisture. As, and a fil- our bodies become a filter system to breathe in, breathe but it out. Un- it's recycling. 
they forget until they feel stifled. Yeah. You know, and they shouldn't get to that point. They should really appreciate that we have to have moisture in the air to moisture our skin. It's like recycling. It's Earth's nature way to recycle in, recycle out. You know, the other thing is also, have you, you've noticed, uh, of course, uh, that when people go to the ocean, how calm they feel because yes. the ocean is going in and the ocean is going out. It's having a breath to the rest of the planet, Earth. And, it's, and, it does, and it's like you just said about the breath comes out at different levels. Um, the ocean does that with its breath. It doesn't always come in with the same strength of, of the tide. It will come in with different strengths and different levels. And yes. it's having its also, breath, too. Mm-hmm. Yes. Also, people will go into the wood, into the forest, to absorb moisture. Yes. Because oh. the tree, if yes. they are they have lots of moisture and is emitting moisture all the time and right. absorbing moisture. So if you're in the trees, this is why Qigong, we like to go to the ocean or preferably to the, under a tree, under a healthy tree, not a, a tree that's Dr. dying. Dr. you could go into a greenhouse. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yes, exactly. Oh. Yeah, yeah, as long as the greenhouse doesn't use chemicals. Oh, right. No, no, I don't mean that. But a greenhouse, have you ever been into a healthy greenhouse when you felt like you just walked into a, you're, you're, oh, you're alive, you feel like you're breathing, your skin is feeling it, and it smells exactly. delicious. A refreshing spa, you know. Oh, yes, yes. So this is why, for example, nature is related to different organs in our body. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is why some people would go, like to go to the woods and some people like to go to the ocean. Mm-hmm. Now, well, we have the elements, the heart and small intestine. We have fire as the element. The mm-hmm. fire needs oxygen, and it mm-hmm. needs, uh, believe it or not, it also needs moisture, too. You know, it's not so much moisture, it'll put out the fire. But the thing is, a proper oxygenation, the oxygen has, has water, right? Mm-hmm. And right. then the spleen and pancreas, it's related to the earth. And so some people like to just lie on the earth and absorb the, uh, the, the chi and the moisture. Mm-hmm. And then the colon and the large intestine, large intestine and the lung, they, they, um, uh, they go into um, the air for the, for the moisture. And then the kidney and bladder they like water itself, okay? And then the liver and gallbladder likes the wood, likes the wood. And mm-hmm. so the wood is laden with moisture as long as it's mm-hmm. a healthy, healthy forest. Mm-hmm. So we say that we can diagnose the individual with what organ problems they have by the preferred elements that they are surrounding themselves with. Isn't that exciting? It is and exciting. Also, and- you know, people are saying all over the world, oh, the freedoms that we've had, we don't have any freedom anymore. You have freedom to, to live your life like that. You have freedom any given moment to live your life that way. And you yeah. don't have to discuss it with anyone. Uh, it becomes right. a personal right. excitement. Right. Um, exactly. Place. Yes. Exactly. Uh, but, people, but, but people live in fear, unfortunately, you know. Well, they, they, you know what I've often related it to somewhat is a negative 
they, they won't be disappointed because it's already negative to them. They're afraid if they thought positive, it may be disappointing to them if it wasn't all positive. And we yes. have to learn yes. that Earth also gives you a balance if you're willing to be relaxed and flow and, and have the breath of life and enjoy the gift with that flow. And it doesn't well, always go perfect, but it isn't always imperfect. And uh, well, it's up to the person. It's all up to the individual. Well, the thing is, there's no imperfectness. There's perfect in everything if you view it that way. See, mm-hmm. we always think, well, we have to have nice weather and don't like the rain and don't like the snow or the street. But God gave us all this to experience the balance mm-hmm. of nature. Balance. As Yes, the balance of nature. So, therefore, we should experience all of these with a positive aspect. See, as soon as it rains, oh, shucks, it's raining. You know, instead of saying, oh, wow, it's raining, it's invigorating the rain, and go jump in the rain, go, go and, you know, play in the rain right. or the snow. You know, we always just want good, sunny weather. Well, and there's another way to look at that, too, and I'm coming from another side here because you're so highly educated and experienced, but I look at it like if, it, if, if, if your body is living on the planet Earth as a body, your body needs to have the flow, and you cannot control that. You've got to allow the body to flow. So if the weather yes. changed that moment, let the body flow with it. Because there was a reason it has to flow and detoxify. It's going to be doing some um, energetic developments that the body requires along with the nature of the way the weather's going. And the weather's doing it for the same reason on Earth. Earth is doing it also. So as you yeah. take the next moment, the next movement, how you live your life every day, it's so important to your flow. Yes. Well, that's why we say go with the flow. Go and with the flow. Yeah, yeah, go with the flow. We only have and one we, minute left, and, and so... And, and we need to be flexible. And, oh, and, yes. But we're so rigid in what we well, want. Well, we're back to that, that physical energy again. Yeah. But we only exactly. have a minute left. What would you like to say to the audience about what you're believing about water and qi go, uh, the water and the life of breath? Right. Well, qigong is the breath of life. Qi is the breath of life. And water must be present to nourish this breath of life. And, and everybody can become sensitive to what is good for themselves. And they need to let go of the fear that encompasses everybody. Because when you, when you encounter something new, we always say, oh, Oh, you know, act in fear instead of with a curiosity, say, wow, what is this? You know, and this is it. With water, uh, you get very many different experiences. And if you don't, if you only want to experience one thing, you will not have a full life. And of course, you know, I always end up with my famous eight hugs a day and three belly aching laughs a day because mm-hmm. laugh is a sound of the heart. Right. And when you heart circulating, then you have good chi, you have good uh, happiness and joy and compassion. The body and likes so, it. Yes, that's right. And well, we're out really, of time, and uh, I want to thank you again for all that you're doing out there to help others. 
and what you're doing around the globe uh, to g- g- give us all the education of what alternative healing and 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 the miracle natural, that you're giving. Natural uh, healing, yes. Yes. Well, well thank, thank you, you so much again. Stuff. I know you're very busy, and I hope you'll do it again soon. I certainly would love to. Okay. Well, you and have my, a nice day, and God bless. And to all your listeners. Thank you. Thank you again. Right. You have a thank nice you. day. Bye. 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 Well, we only have a minute left. What a, every time we have Dr. Chow on, she's a Ph.D., she's internationally renowned, She's been, uh, you can go to the library, there's books written about Dr. Chow and what she's been doing. And President Clinton was one of the smartest things he ever did is when they, she, he chose that commission. And she was on there with a group of people to teach our country and the world not to forget about the Chinese healing arts, the Chinese alternative medicine that they've known for thousands of years. It's a technology that can, became a healer so far, so long ago. So let's go back to it. Think about it. The show is the power of water, and that's what keeps you alive. Don't forget that and your proper breathing. You know, your life is to be embraced, as you heard today. Embrace your life every precious moment. It's your gift. And the power of water that goes with it to give you that gift. Embrace somebody else's life, too, though. Pay it forward. But earth whispers, as I say at the end of every show, do not take it well with you. Leave it behind for somebody else forever. Because the earth should be there for eternity. And all that power of water and that breath of life. Thank you for listening. I hope you have a nice day and you be well. Thank you for listening. Join us next week for another edition of the Sharon Kleina Hour, Health, Environment, and the Power of Water, Mondays at 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel, with an encore Wednesdays at 12 noon Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Remember to visit Sharon's website at SharonKleinaHour.com.